Hello and welcome to Cloud9Fin, a podcast on all things leverage finance. We follow corporate debt from issuance to redemption, credits from performing to distress, and everything in between. I'm Sammy Cole, your host in London, and this week I'm delighted to welcome Alessandro Albano, financial journalist at 9Fin. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining me today, Alessandro. So today we're basically going to be talking all about the repricing deals that have flooded the market over the past two weeks. Lower interest rate bets and tighter high yield credit spreads have basically been pushing borrowers to capitalize on these market conditions and save some cash on their debt payments. Our colleague Will Cager Smith actually spoke about this on the pod last week, um, more focused on the US CLO side. But since it's such a big theme at the moment, we thought we'd dig into the European angle this week. So let's get into it. Alessandro, are there any other reasons as to other than the market conditions? As As you said, there are two main catalysts here. So first of all, yeah, the market is quite strongly uh, pricing uh, central banks to pivot in as early as in Q2. So you've had 10 years treasury notes going down to 4% compared to 4.7% in November. Mm-hmm. The iTrax crossover fell to about 170 basis points. So that tells you how much, how now big the rally has been. On the other side, you have CLO liabilities that has been uh, tightened during the last couple of months. And that gave essentially more ability to them to create more new deals. Now, um, what has been quite uh, relevant for for all the market participants that actually we've been speaking to is that this rally has gone far beyond the expectations. Nobody was expecting this repricing wave, and some of them actually said that this is one of the strongest ever. Um, January we wrote in our report uh, that January already tripled the 2023 volumes. Uh, the big question is how long will it last? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So there's clearly two main drivers here um, at work. Could you? Talk me through some examples of companies that have repriced deals recently. Yeah, so I would say, first of all, who didn't? Um, <laughs> two weeks ago, we had about nine repricing in less than three days. Uh, so that, that's quite quite substantial numbers. Uh, now refinancings are taking the helm again. But just to go back to your questions, uh, we've had companies from a wide spectrum of sectors. I think quite interesting was the business services and with three of them that i think was quite substantial in terms of in terms of volumes we had the hong kong based record vistra uh, tmf and iqeq and all these three actually reprised both the euro and uh the dollar debt uh, now the 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 other thing is that we were actually surprised is how much they have saved on their own margins because we go on the average from 25 basis points to 100 basis points Normally, OIDs have all been priced at par, but the, for example, Tricor Vistra saved about 1%. So that's not bad, right? So those are the biggest deals. And were there any other really interesting cases? I think another interesting case is the French CBA and also uh-huh. Merlin Entertainment. So Merlin Entertainment came to market with, not with a repricing deal, um, but they put this 200 million fungible add-on and then one day after they priced the add-on, they came out with the market repricing the add-on. So that tells you it's it's a quite of uh, uh, symptoms of how the things are going out there. And you mentioned that, I think it was, was it IQ, EQ with the lower margin? Yep. With the world, so, Yeah, the so they, they saved a hundred and basis point and yeah. actually, other few companies that actually they apart from accelerated the timing of the deal mm-hmm. they actually tightened the repricing so most of them were 
oversubscribed, uh, but probably we will go onto the CLO issue now. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. So clearly it's working for, for the companies, but but what what have been lenders' um, response to? Yeah, so to I was, as I was saying, they have mixed feelings, right? So on one side, yeah. they, they're happy about what's going on and the fact that the, the market background is solid versus, you know, we, we're coming from a 2023 that has been really weak in from, from, from a lot of segments, if you look at them. Um, on the other side, they're not happy of having a lot of names cutting their own margin. This, I was speaking to an important CLO manager last week and actually he told me um, that the investor base of all these repricing has not been as wide as we could think. Um, we're talking about five to seven CLO managers, old CLO managers. Um, they're actually guiding uh, the market. And once you, once you pass through these, let's say, barrier, uh, you have all young CLOs that cannot, cannot actually go to market. Well, they can, but it's quite risky as they have to assume that their own liabilities is not widening during the year, but it's actually tightening. And we're still in a moment where macro policy outlook and macroeconomics outlook is not that certain. So that can be quite tricky for them to come to market now. Okay, interesting. So I know we haven't seen really seen CLO repricing since since back in Easter 2022. What what what's the trend like? Will there will we see any any growth in in this? Yeah. So the um, the managers that priced in 2022 are still stuck with high financing costs and one year of non call period, mm -hmm. uh, which means that they actually prime candidate for reset and redemption. Um, the landscape it looks more favorable now. Uh, and yeah. Actually, it's been it's 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 been the best since since two years now, and. Um, uh, especially for CLOs with triple A's hovering at about 150 bips as and I repeat a level that hasn't been since in Europe since 2022. Mm -hmm. um, to give a bit of colors on, on what's what's happening in the CLOs, uh, the CLOs that issued after the invasion of Ukraine um, came out of their known cold period with a cost of debt of about 300 bips and now the CLOs are pricing with a cost of debt of 234. Mm -hmm. uh bips so that that's that's why i think we're gonna see more repricing in that sense as well okay so lots to lots to come then on the topic of clos i'm just going to pause there to share an exciting new feature which is ninefin's us clo database so instead of syncing the day into clo research ninefin users can now access filter and compare clo data in a centralized repository in seconds which is making data accessible and useful for time crunch market professionals. So follow the link in the description to try it for free. Now let's get back to the episode. Okay, so I'm now going to move on to more of the future outlook. Obviously we've seen this huge wave of repricings. Do you think that this will continue this year? Is this a long-term trend or is this very much taking advantage of the current. Yeah, as we, as we were saying a couple of minutes ago, probably now the investment base is going to be smaller yeah. than before. We still have a few candidates. I think they are quite interesting to look out for, which is what we're gonna probably discuss a few later, but I think Action Retail and Uriana is going to be the market. We were speaking with some, some, some people in the market and expecting about 10 names to come to market. But uh, we, we see now, um, and this is related also to the Q4 earnings season that is not expected to be one of the strongest ever, that all these names and all these companies have actually uh, taken advantage of this, probably what they were thinking as, as the best opportunity for them at the moment. 
um, because we, as, as as we said, we still don't know what's going to happen, and mm -hmm. the, the outlook is quite uncertain. Um, and also, we have the huge problem, the huge issue of the maturity wall of 25 and 26. So refis are popping up again. Um, probably, as as we we were speaking with some CLO managers, they were expecting January to be probably the best window for repricing. Other little windows of repricing will probably yep come up during the year, but now we've seen also. Um, more opportunities for dividend recapitalization. The case of Univar, I think, is quite it's quite relevant because it come, came to market after seven months of the IBO, um, and that's the the, the, the synonym of, of, of an opportunistic deal, if you want to put it like that. Um, and 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 I think the the other big the key question that everybody's asking is when are we seeing a new IBO wave, mm -hmm. which is where you know all the deals are going and other people are making more money and and yeah. um probably uh, a few bankers and and few investors that, that i've that i've spoken with um they are expecting to pick up towards the end of the first semester as things can get more certain so i'm guessing this is this repricing wave is more of a prelude of a lbo overture okay. to put it on a musical um context and uh and 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 the other consequential question is if it's going to be like 2021 LBO yeah. um, activities, or it's going to be a more subdued MA with, you know, still, we're still hearing problem evaluations between yeah. market participants. So there's a lot of questions. Yeah. So, so what do you think? Do you think there will be this massive wave? I think people are really, there is this huge hunger for yeah. LBO. So when <laughs> it starts, you can actually, you know, it can end and people really need to eat a lot of LBOs. So yeah. I think it's going to be quite strong. Okay, super interesting. We'll have to talk about that in a different Absolutely. podcast. Absolutely. Amazing. Thank you so much, Thanks Alessandro. For having me again. That was super, super interesting. That's all we've got time for this week. Thanks for tuning in and please let us know if you have any feedback. We love hearing from our listeners and you can reach us anytime by emailing team at ninefin.com. Check in next week to hear the latest on US markets and we'll be back the week after that. See you then. Was that, was there anything else you wanted to